Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Maria Guardado, who covers the Angels for MLB.com. Maria, we are in full swing of spring training, and there's a lot of action to get to. But first and foremost, how are you doing? Have you baked anything? Are you getting sleep? Yeah, I actually have been baking. Um, I've made um, quite a few different things so far. I made some corn cookies. I made some cupcakes. I made... um, Yesterday, I made some banana cakes with rum caramel. So, um, yeah, I think they've been hit so far. So that's encouraging. And I think I can sense my popularity kind of slowly increasing. (laughs) So I think my plan is working. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, you have to be the most popular person in that press box. No question about it. So if you have any leftovers, Maria, send them to New York. I'll happily eat them. No worries about that. Will do. Will do. (laughs) Okay, let's get to some Angels talk. I know everyone is looking forward to the opening day lineup, and you just wrote about the fact that we potentially saw what could be that opening day lineup. Uh, Mike Sosha had regular position players out in action. Top to bottom, Maria, what do you like about this potential lineup and what stands out to you? Yeah, so the the lineup, so the, the all the Angels regular position players basically played for the first time on Wednesday. So that was kind of, you know, our first look at, at you know, the lineup that Mike Sosha could potentially roll out on opening day. And um, I think the biggest question for me was just who was going to end up in that leadoff spot. Um, and yesterday, uh, Ian Kinsler was there, which isn't too surprising, um, you know, given the, that he's he's kind of occupied that spot for most of his career and uh, has proved to be, you know, that he can be kind of quite a spark up there. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, it's interesting because the angels are going to end up leading off leading their lineup is going to start with, you know, four consecutive right-handed hitters uh, just because that's kind of, you know, the way that their lineup is skewed. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think the the only notable name who was kind of missing was Shohei Otani who didn't play yesterday because he threw a bullpen. Um, But, you know, he could potentially be in there on opening day as well, like DH or something and maybe, Pujols will be at um, first base instead of Luis Valbuena. So, um, yeah, I mean, there there are a couple things that the Angels could still kind of play with. You know, maybe occasionally they could try Cole Gahoon in the leadoff spot, or potentially they could also try moving Zach Cozart up mm-hmm. in the order a little bit to see what, what you know, clicks best for them. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that overall it definitely is a vastly improved lineup um, compared to last year. And, um, you know, the, the Angels are really going to need, um, you know, to see a better offensive production because that's kind of an area in which they really struggled in last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was good to kind of see how, how things are kind of starting to fall into place for them. Maria, it still blows my mind, and it shouldn't, that 
Shohei Otani is a force to be reckoned with on both sides of the plate. I still, I still am trying to wrap my head around that. And what's cool, though, is he made his pitching debut, and you wrote that he wasn't, quote, perfect, but it was a start. He allowed two runs, one unearned over an inning and a third. What stood out to you just watching that little bit of his spring debut? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. I feel like I, I've never kind of gotten into a spring training game, um, you know, with – uh, you know, with there being so much hype around a single player. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was the case with, with Shohei Otani, who, of course, making his kind of American debut after coming over from Japan. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, overall there there were some really uh, positive things to take out of the, his outing. Um, most notably, he showed off some pretty, you know, nasty secondary pitches, especially, um, you know, his fastball was sitting kind of mid-90s, topped out at 97, and then, you know, against one batter, he just kind of plopped out a 69-mile-per-hour curveball for a strike. So, you know, the, the difference in velocity there is quite striking. Um, he also had some really good splitters. Um, he said afterward that he wasn't particularly happy with the slider, but, um, you know, that's just something that he can kind of iron out moving forward. But, yeah, I mean, I think the, the one thing he just struggled with in his first start was probably just command, especially, especially with his fastball. So, um, you know, just I think he'll probably just have to, you know, focus on that and um, – you know, get get a better, get more consistent with his release point. But um, it definitely was, you know, the, a, a good step forward for him. And he's set to make his second start on Friday uh, in a B game against the Brewers. So um, that will kind of give him a chance to, to keep working and, you know, keep testing himself against major league hitters. And something that I was reading is that you got to see his full arsenal. Now, did every pitch do exactly what he wanted? No, but they did. The Angels got to see what he has, how it works, and what it's going to look like, which is, is pretty cool for them, too. I'm sure they probably had, like, an oh-my-gosh moment as well. Everyone has just been waiting. We've all just been waiting for so long. So it's cool that he's there. Friday's going to make a second one, so I'm sure we'll be we'll be chatting about that soon. I'm excited to see what he can do. Kind of switching gears, though, Maria, to back at Angel Stadium, uh, back in uh, Anaheim, there's going to be a shorter wall in right field by 10 feet. So Mike Petriello wrote about this, and he shared that this could lead to 8.5% more home runs in Angels Stadium. So my question to you is, who does this benefit the most? Yeah, I mean, I think that the the guys who kind of stand to, to see – a potential increase in their home run totals probably are probably the Angels' left-handed hitters, uh, so Cole Calhoun, Luis Valbuena, and Shohei Otani. You know, if he's in there, um, you know, is he expected to to see some time in the in the Angels' lineup at DH? So, um, yeah, I mean, the Angels insist that they were thinking about this starting in July, so that acquisition of Shohei Otani is not, you know, wasn't the deciding factor. Is what they're saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that those three guys, uh, the left-handed hitters, are the ones who, who stand to benefit the most from from the change in dimensions uh, in, at Angel Stadium for sure. Okay, back to spring, Marianne. We've talked about Albert Pujols a lot, but we're gonna keep doing it because we're kind of seeing everything that we had been talking about come to fruition. The 38-year-old slugger got his first action at first base this spring, and he's gonna get real familiar with that spot, with that base. And I'm wondering, did you have a chance to hear from Pujols himself or anybody who watched his spring debut at first? Yeah, uh, we, you know, asked Mike Socher about it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he just seems to be moving a lot a lot better than he has in the last couple of years. Um, you know, he's obviously had a couple of foot surgeries, um, you know, after the 2015 season and after the 2016 season. Um, and those surgeries, you know, the, the rehab tended to carry over into spring training, which kind of prevented him 
from, you know, doing his usual off-season regimen and arriving to camp in peak shape. So he, he kind of was always starting, uh, you know, spring a little bit behind uh, and not really being able to, you know, open the season in his peak shape. But that's obviously been different this year when he didn't have uh, any sort of procedure over the off-season and was just able to focus solely on improving his conditioning and his fitness. Um, and he showed up to camp looking, you know, noticeably trimmer and leaner, um, stronger. So, and I feel like you can tell just in the way that he moves, just in the way he, that he's running, mm-hmm. uh, his gait looks a lot better. You know, I feel like last season it was kind of almost at times painful to watch him run. Um, he just, you know, wasn't moving, you know, particularly well. But now, right. he, like I said, he looks a lot better. So, um, you know, he he was only gotten one game at first base so far, but, you know, obviously he'll, he'll start accumulating those appearances as, you know, spring uh, carries through and, you know, into the regular season. So, um, yeah, I think I think he definitely has the potential to be a contributor for the Angels, not only in the lineup but also in the defensive end. You know, he's he's won a Gold Glove at first base, so and he said that he enjoys playing there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that you know his his kind of potential turnaround is is good for the Angels. Yeah, and he strikes me as the kind of player who is really the epitome of a team player. He just wants to contribute at this point in his career any way that he can to a winning, successful team. So. I am. I'm also looking forward to seeing him there. Those are kind of like our big storylines, Maria, with the Angels. But now I just want to know any dark horses in camp that are really standing out to you. I think actually Chris Carter has looked pretty good to me. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like his his chances of making the team kind of depend on you know. I, I feel like the only way he could kind of force his way into the roster is if there were an injury to Luis Valbuena or Albert Pujols. But um, you know, I think he's looked good in the in the games that he's appeared in so far. I believe he's three for eight and he just he launched a home run yesterday uh in yesterday's game and I think he has a, he had a double in one of his previous games so um yeah I mean he could definitely be a force with his bat um and but like you know like I said uh, you know his chances of of making the opening day roster probably are contingent on other factors uh but yeah I mean he's looked good, good to me so far all right, keeping an eye on him. And also, Maria, what should we keep an eye on from you? Are you working on any feature stories this week, anything that we can look out for? I don't know. I, I, I guess I have to give that a little bit more thought. Um, but, you know, yeah, I'm hoping to, to hopefully crank out a few of those, um, you know, in the near future. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really settled on an, any, any particular project yet. But I'm I sure the games, <laughs> the games are probably enough to handle right now. As it yeah. is. Awesome. Okay. Well, if you need your Angels fix, you can go to angels.com and check out all of Maria's work with Maria Guardado. I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.